If you're going to all the effort of recording a podcast, well, you should video it, right? Uh, maybe not. This is the Jetstreamer podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we ask that you please take your seats at this time. Go on modulation all four and king with a go. Welcome to the greatest show on earth. Helping you get the most out of your podcasting journey. Welcome to the Jetstreamer podcast. Should you video your podcast? Should you not video your podcast? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about on today's episode of the Jetstreamer podcast. Chris Plummer is with you once again, and we are locked and loaded for another episode. Hopefully, this will generate a little bit of debate. Now, of course, I'm going to be biased because I'm an audio guy, but ultimately, the decision is going to be up to you. We're going to cover the fours and against of videoing your podcast as a video podcast. Video podcasting has been around since you could probably do a podcast. The idea of sticking a camera into the studio while you're recording a podcast is not new. And in fact, while you're recording anything is not new. Radio stations have been doing this for ages. They've had live streaming. Um, I remember when I was doing a regular segment on my local radio show, it was a bit of a rude shock when other people came up to me and said, hey, I was watching you on the webcam in the studio. And I went, webcam? Should probably stop coming in in my gym gear in the morning. But the idea of you recording your podcast as a video so people can watch as well as listen is inviting people into that studio environment with you, kind of lifting back the curtain, if you will. Now, it can be an appealing concept because it's not as involved as traditional video content, yet it allows people that backstage look at your podcast while you're recording it. So you might think this might be a good idea. But it's one thing you do need to weigh up very carefully as to whether or not you want to go down this track or not. Now, just to clear up before we go any further, we are not talking about audiograms here. Now, an audiogram is basically like an animated waveform that you can upload as a, a video, and that might be to social media or to YouTube or wherever you want to put your podcast that kind of only exists really as a placeholder so that you can get the audio out there. I don't think they're very effective as a full podcast. I use them plenty on my social media to help get my podcast out there in tiny little snippets. But to be honest, YouTube doesn't really like audiograms as sort of an algorithm thing. So really the whole benefit to uploading your podcast to YouTube is kind of not really there anymore. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on, but we are not talking about audiograms. We are talking about getting an actual camera in your studio and physically filming yourself, recording your podcast, and then uploading your podcast as a video as well. Now, some people swear by this strategy is a great way to grow your podcast, which is, you know, ultimately, I think what we're all trying to do. For me, I think there's more considerations than just taking a video and plonking it up online. A couple of key suggestions from my experience in recording sound for video. Firstly, number one, big one, do not use the camera microphone to record with if you're going to do this. Use your proper podcasting gear. Don't use a camera microphone. Firstly, it's sitting on the camera, so it's not close enough to your mouth at all. There might be some auto-focusing or some other things inside the camera which are wearing away making noise, meaning that it's actually not going to sound very good. There's going to be background noise. Instead, 
if your camera has an external audio input, so like an input for a proper microphone, definitely use that. Or better still, use your podcasting gear and then sync it up later. Now, if you are going to sync it up later, you'll need a way to synchronize the audio and the video because they're both going onto separate devices. The easiest way to do this is to start both the audio recording and the video recording. Hold your hands on camera and clap next to your microphone. And if you've wondered why there's a clapper on the movies, this is why they do this. So you sync up the sound of the clap and a nice short, sharp sound with the visual of your two hands coming together and you've synchronized your audio and your video. It makes it nice and precise because it's a nice sharp sound. When you come to edit, you'll need to edit it as a video first. You can pop it into your audio editor, edit the video as you normally would edit a video, and then you can either rip the audio straight off the video and post it as it is, or you can do a little bit more editing to make sure that it works as a podcast, which I would actually recommend doing. So that's kind of a really quick rundown of the basics of recording a video podcast. So let's talk about why you would record a video podcast and maybe why you wouldn't. You're listening to the Jetstreamer podcast. Best thing to do is to start out on a positive, I reckon. So let's look at some of the reasons why you would record a video podcast. The main reason, and I suppose the main driving factor into why people would want to record a video podcast is because it's going to expose your podcast to a wider audience. Firstly, some people don't really jive with the idea of audio only. Some people are visual people, so they might actually like a video podcast a little bit better. Maybe they might discover you on YouTube or somewhere like that. It allows you to access the YouTube algorithm, which can spread your reach. You got to remember that YouTube is the second biggest search engine in the world. So you get access to a whole new audience. And as I always say, it's best to upload your podcast on whatever platform your audience might be listening on. And so if you upload it to YouTube, that's some new audience. Also, if you upload to YouTube, you can interact with people in the comments a lot easier than you can do on a podcast. There's really no way to interact with anybody in iTunes or Spotify, for example, but there is on YouTube, which can be a really good way of driving audience engagement. Videos are also super shareable on social media. You get more engagement on videos and it's a really enticing way of getting some more engagement on your social media if you've got video content to share as well. Along with being super shareable, people can also see your face. It makes people feel like they know you a little bit better, makes people like you a little bit better, makes people trust you a little bit better. Also means that people have a better understanding and connection with you. So who do I think doing a video podcast might really work for? Well, if you're already set up for video, it's actually a good slide across into podcasting. People who interview guests remotely as well, you often are already set up to do video recording. So if you use an online remote recording software, check if it does video recording as well. Some of them do. And if that's the case, quite often it's pretty easy just to click download on the video as well and upload that. And often even if you don't necessarily want to upload the whole interview as a video, maybe there might be some space to compromise. So for example, you might want to record your chat and then cut out some highlights for social media rather than actually release the full video. To be honest, for a lot of people, it feels like if they're going to go to all that work doing a podcast and setting it up and finding guests and creating content, why wouldn't your video as well? And to a certain extent, 
I agree with that philosophy. But coming up after this, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about why I think it might not be for everyone. Whilst we've gone through some of the reasons that video podcasting is really attractive, let's go through some of the downsides to videoing your podcast and releasing it as a video. Firstly, and I think this is a pretty obvious point, is that it's more work. You are dealing with both video and audio. That means that you will need to worry about audio editing and video editing at the same time. There's also extra processes that you have to go in order to upload it. So you can't necessarily just upload it as a podcast and then YouTube takes care of itself. You've got to create an audio file and then create a video file and upload it to YouTube and all your other video hosts and your social media separately. That can take a lot of time. If you're like me and the ability to be recording in your pajamas is very appealing to you, then video podcasting is probably something that might not work for you. There is more things to worry about in terms of the visuals, sets, backgrounds, if you've shaved or not that morning, getting rid of your bedhead, all that sort of stuff suddenly becomes a concern when you start to add videoing into the mix. And for those of you that travel often, Video podcasting starts to become less portable. I've heard podcasts being recorded in hotel rooms or hotel lobbies or in parks or in cafes. And it's really easy because podcasting gear is generally pretty portable. But once you start adding cameras, you start messing around with the spacing of things and you start having to worry about backgrounds and all that sort of stuff. And it becomes a bit of a pain if you're a person who needs to be able to record on the road. There's extra equipment requirements. So you'll need to invest in a camera. You'll need to invest in maybe some stuff to go in the background or some video editing software, stuff like that. The files are bigger. So you might need to end up investing in some more hard drive space. It'll be more taxing on your computer. So if you haven't got a very good computer, it might not be that good to edit video with. But aside from all the kind of money stuff, Let's talk a little bit more about the actual content itself. People are going to be consuming this content, your podcast, in multiple ways, both visually and via audio. So you've kind of got to adopt more of a one-size-fits-all approach. And this means that some things will work for the video and not for those listening, and some things will work for those listening and not necessarily work on video you're going to have to maybe change some of the content of your show so that it still works no matter how people are consuming that content. If you're a person that maybe ums and ahs a lot, then this might also be a consideration because when you add video into the mix, you start to remove the ability to make really surgical edits to your audio. Those things like jump cuts start to become more obvious and more distracting to the viewer. And this is also one of the reasons why I think that video podcasting misses part of podcasting's appeal. You might start to lose the feeling of recording a podcast, start playing to the camera, start relying on your audience's imagination less. And I generally think that quite often podcasts make for not that good video. You know, usually you don't have a camera operator or anything, so it makes for super generic camera angles. You can see headphones and microphones and podcasting gear, which I, I think kind of detracts from the video. And ultimately, your video won't end up as engaging as if you were just to concentrate on making a video or just concentrate on making a podcast. I mean, just for an example, the optimum length of a podcast is actually 
often longer than the most effective length of a video. People consume the podcast differently to how they would consume the video. So you've heard some of the pros and cons of doing a video podcast as well as doing an audio podcast. And I think doing a video podcast is really good idea for some people. And I think for some people it will work. But I think the overall gist of doing a video podcast is it's not just necessarily as simple as pointing a camera at yourself while you're recording your podcast. Don't just do it for the sake of it. If you are going to do a video podcast and if you are going to expand into video, have a strategy, have a plan and do it if you think the pros will outweigh the cons. I mean, for me, I've decided that right now it's it's not right for me. I don't think it's right for the way I work and the way I podcast, but it might be right for you. So that's going to wrap us up for another episode of the Jetstreamer podcast. I hope once again that that was helpful. If you've got some thoughts about whether you are going to record as a video as well as a podcast, then jump on our Facebook page or our social media and let me know. What do you think? Do you think that it's worth recording video for you or do you think that maybe you'll leave that up to the other people? Love to hear from you. For now though, that's it for this episode of the Jetstreamer podcast. We'll see you next week. If you liked the Jetstreamer podcast, then leave a review on iTunes and remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For more from Jetstreamer, follow us on Facebook and Instagram or head to jetstreamer.com.au.